Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the minds of DeConvert.com, where today, on a very special episode, we're bringing you the podcast edition of Mike and Jen's recent live broadcast, breaking down the latest 2021 online sales benchmarks. If you haven't already been exposed to this, you may be living under a rock. Almost 2,000 people have already seen it, viewed, or downloaded the infographic, which is available in the link in the show notes, as well as a link to the video. Feel free to download that graphic, use it in presentations, meetings, uh, reports, use, use it however you like. A quick note on data accuracy, because this is a big part of what they're talking about. And they do, they do cover, but I want to give a little bit more context. In this report, we looked at data from 27 different US states that averaged over 3.3 million unique visitors every month, talking and then leads talking to over 126 online sales specialists, 44,000 leads a month on average, 9,500 kept appointments, et cetera. But that's not the full scope. So we were very careful about the integrity of the data and the reporting that we were doing. If it was our full scope, we'd be able to see data from 40 US states plus Canada and 10 to 12 million website visitors each month. We looked at it and said, if we can't clearly identify the process, the ratings, the sources, the integrity of the appointments kept and the sales coming from that program, we just, for the sake of showing the most complete and accurate data set that we could, threw those out. And a reminder that the Market Proof Awards, the data-driven awards program to recognize marketing and online sales excellence in the home building industry has submissions open now through July 9th. Award categories include website categories, digital marketing, content creation, community launches, customer experience innovation. And then for online sales, there's pre-sale nurturing programs, video email superstar, best new online sales program, and more. So check out all of that at marketproofawards.com and make sure you get your entry. Impartial judges with proven excellence in their field will be reviewing all submissions. There's a balanced opportunity for builders of any size and market type and 100% of all proceeds go to charity and submission fees are only $50. And now without further ado, Mike and Jen talking about the 2021 online sales benchmarks. Hey, listen, uh, is do you convert live DYC live a special episode for you. We've got something very fun planned today. Thank you for joining us. We are going to talk about our 2021 online sales Ooh. benchmarks. Interesting, interesting stats to reveal to you. And we're going to talk about that here today. But before we get going, we just want to let you know this is a pretty big undertaking and a huge shout out to Amanda Martin for putting this together, compiling all of this information oh, man. that we have. It was a lot. It was a lot. And, you know, this this came from someone commenting on a blog post that we did with the updated yeah. benchmarks from, I don't know, a year and a half ago. And the, the comment was something to the effect of, are these conversion metrics and benchmarks still relevant? And we said, I don't know. Let's see. We think they are. <laughs> there were some big shifts in 2020, which we talked about. But we wanted to compare in this new market that we're in, these this first quarter of 2021 versus all of 2020. So that's why yeah. we put this here together. I love seeing the comments coming in. This is awesome. Uh, yes, Chandler is is agreeing with this. All right, so we're gonna show. She says, "Go to a couple more parties, Jen." She wants you to. She I wants gotta you get. To, yeah, I gotta practice my social. Gotta get skills. the. Gotta get that. Get that juices flowing. We gotta make sure everything's good. All right, so, um, 
Here's something I want I want to start with first. You know, when we talk about online sales benchmarks, you got a new year, we got new metrics, we got new results. Yeah. All those things are important. Um, and one thing that Do You Convert is able to do is we have one of the largest and the best access to the most comprehensive data collection in the industry as it relates to online sales. So yeah. that's the benefit of doing this over 12 years is you get to put all this stuff together. So that's mm -hmm. cool. But with big data comes big responsibility. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, data integrity or what these numbers actually mean to truly benchmark something, you want to make sure mm -hmm. everybody's accounting for things the correct way. Meaning a yes. lead is a lead. An mm -hmm. appointment is an appointment actually set and kept. Mm -hmm. that, that appointment was set by an online sales specialist. And the sales that were coming from that program are going through that process in that program. We could yeah. have probably doubled the size of this or opened it up to the public, but not every builder counts for an appointment the same way. And Jen, you and I yeah. were talking even before this, you said not everybody yeah. even counts for a lead the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's some lead sources that are like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to really count those in my numbers because it affects what? My conversion. <laughs> So, you know, the, by maintaining that integrity and control, we can really give you the true numbers. Like this is based on what we know to be true. A lead is a lead an appointment is appointment. Um, you know, I've, I've worked with some people, you know, coming into a new situation and it's like, yeah, we're counting those as if we talk to them one time, we count that as a sale, yeah. you know? we want to make sure that we're giving you the most accurate data. So, so for really those of you important. watching, just so you understand, like we're talking about, we count all the leads that are coming in, not duplicates, everything, mm -hmm. you know, just seeing one person, one lead. An appointment right. is somebody who you've had a conversation with and you set that appointment and it's kept. Um, and a sale coming from those appointments, those conversions must have gone through this program and talked to an online sales specialist and set that appointment, right. not just it was in our system. So with all those right. things in mind, you look at this comprehensive data set and we've got a lot of stuff in front of us. So everybody get ready for this. If you're on this, I'm real excited about this because we're using new software graphics. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Whoa. Wait, how, how do we do this in reverse? <laughs> so 27 Whoa. states represented. So we've got a good representation yeah. here. 3.3 million monthly unique website visitors. And Jen's going to point to 126. 126 online sales Total specialists. online sales specialists. Look, we got a ooh from yeah. the audience. This is great. She says, ooh. ooh. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you. Robin says fancy. That's good. Um, but yes, we've got a tremendous amount of data to pull from here. And mm -hmm. what I'm excited about is looking at all this information and and being able to extrapolate extrapolate from it so we're getting it's all over the board right and then we've got a lot yeah. of people flowing through this program the metrics that we're looking at the averages check this out forty four thousand leads per month what yes jen forty four thousand leads per month ninety five hundred kept appointments per month average and over 1,800 sales from appointment kept per month. So that's what we're looking for. Those are wow. averages for each month over the first quarter of 2021. That's a lot of, lot of data right there, Jen. What, what do you guys think about this? I mean, I look at this and I go, 
yep, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised by the numbers because I've got the online sales specialists that have the, the bruises and bumps and scars to show <laughs> this 44,000 uh, yeah. a month. But, you know, we've been saying 200 feels like 400. Uh, so Mike, does 44,000 feel like 88,000? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If you guys, if you mean, guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a, that's a lot of activity coming from mm -hmm. a lot of great builders. So some good data yeah. coming through this. And again, the data integrity is important, but also the volume of it, because you can compare, um, you know, programs that are high volume, medium volume, small volume, and you're going right. to get different data sets. You know, lower volume builders usually have better uh, conversion numbers because of the way they run mm -hmm. their program. What this allows us to do is take all different types of builders across all different types of markets, some that are new and just getting started, some that are well-established and high volume, and getting those averages together. So yeah. I think that's what makes uh, mm -hmm. makes a difference in that integrity. So yeah, Lacey goes, is Texas half of those numbers? <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> we, should, we should break that down. You know, it was interesting, Lacey, too, to think about the states that we don't have. It was random states of like Wyoming and uh, South yeah. Dakota. Um, trying to think of a couple of Maine. You know, no builders in Maine yeah. that were. Vermont. Was, so. Yeah, Maine, well, yeah. Vermont, Rhode Island. Yeah, Vermont. Yeah, we'll get there. New Hampshire. So. All right, so that was our data set that we're looking at. That's where we're pulling from. And drum roll, everybody. Here comes the new averages, the benchmarks for 2021, the first quarter of 2021. And you'll notice in this graphic that we're going to be comparing this to 2020 averages. So the total of 2020 averages and then the comparison to 2021. So here we go. Leads to appointment kept, 31% in 2021. And that's down... Why, hence the little red little arrow from 36% in 2020. So if you're taking notes, write this stuff down, compare it to your numbers. 31% in 2021, first quarter, down from 36%. Appointment to sale is up. It's up to 22% from 20% in 2020. There's a lot of 20s in that right there. <laughs> and the online sales percentage, this is the one I was interested to see what would happen if that would change or adjust with all this priority wait list and everything else. But it's at 52% up from 50% in 2020. So, oh, graphics. There's the funnel. I got to do it backwards. Goodness gracious. Oh, wait. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this next time, folks. Weird. Stay with us. We are not good. At Jen, this. what do you think? Uh, what do you think about those numbers just off offhand? Let's start with the first and the top of the funnel. That thirty one percent, so a five percent decrease, which is a pretty decent chunk of yeah. total conversion, has gone down. What are your thoughts about that? I was I was not surprised. I was not surprised in that number because some builders were limiting sales, which meant hey, mm. we got to slow down appointments. You know, we've got to change our level of qualification on some, you know, not everybody gets an appointment that wants an appointment. So we've got to up the qualification, slow down appointments over here, limited inventory. So I, I really, that made sense to me. Right. Waiting yeah, list. Ha exactly. Haley says, wait, I want to hear from you guys too. What do you think yeah. if you saw a dip in your conversion rate from lead to appointment kept? What do you think that was coming from? So Haley said waiting list. That's a huge one right there. If we can't, 
Yep. If we can't sell something, we can't appoint something. <laughs> we can't set an appointment exactly. for something we can't sell. So we're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna purposely back that mm -hmm. off. I think that's a big one. Um, you know, we stopping sales. I know some of you out there on this list yeah. on the comment stream right now had a sales moratorium for two months and then added another one yeah. and then said, oh, by the way, when we do actually go start selling, we're not going to sell it till it's at it's a spec until it's at drought. So you almost have like six mm -hmm. potential months of throttled activity. Yeah. And that does not lend itself very well to conversion rate from a lead to appointment. Yeah, Tiffany, uh, good point. Costs of the homes went up. You got sticker shocked by a lot of people that just go, I was a lead and now I've decided yep. to to uh, take myself off of that list. Right, yeah, so that's, that's good. very Jen, true. Yeah, any other thoughts from you, Jen, on that top line number? Yeah, no, just um, we are, you know, starting to hear some people saying, you know, you know, things are so crazy. I think I'm going to wait. Yeah. I might wait it out. I might wait a little bit. And so- right naturally that number would drop. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, thank you, Jesse, for reminding us for the online sales specials that won't say it. Jesse's going to say it. Some of our on-site sales agents, bless their heart, canceling those appointments prior to the meeting. Ooh, it's not always, I mean, sometimes it's necessary, but it's not always good. That is true. And, and good Lindsay's Jesse. saying qualification levels changing, right? We're having that mm -hmm. happen too. So, Hey, here's the deal. Um, while that's an important number to track and a good performance metric, it's not the end all be all, as you can tell by the next little funnel mm -hmm. button, the the funnel section there. So 22% conversion. <laughs> Give, I, I, I gave up on it. I gave up on it. It's How am I doing, everybody? From, Give me a thumbs up the, if you think I'm doing good. <laughs> I just want to, I want to make sure. Let me know if I'm I doing can't. a good Vanna White. Um, so 22% conversion to sale, which is interesting to me to see that start to move up, which means qualification levels moving up. The appointments that we're setting are, are getting mm -hmm. better. We're thinking, we're being a little bit more thoughtful and thorough in what we're sending out because we know we have limited time and limited availability. So I love that number. Jen, your thoughts? Love that. Yeah. And I think that because we have been maintaining control of those priority list more, you know, the more control we have over those things, when we're setting those really good priority list appointments, they're they're more sales ready, you know, more sales ready appointments right now. So yeah. um, it's, it's awesome to see that number go up. Yeah, I'm going to go backwards a little bit because I see more comments coming in, which I know the stream might be a little bit behind, but this is great here. So Melanie's saying builders leaving online out of new community opens for appointments. Jackie's saying a few sites we have left may not appeal to all people. Housing affordability has hit this stuff. Got to move this over here so people can see their pretty faces. So yeah, we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot mm -hmm. of different um, things happening that that can be bottlenecking some of this. But still, once we get them out there, they're converting. And that final number, <laughs> right there, fifty-two percent of all. There you go, Jen. 52% <laughs> contribution, right? So again, looking at this number, online this. sales percentage Wait. of total sales, 52%. So we can tell you, we broke the record last year for the first time ever. We saw mm -hmm. it exceed 50% for everybody. And now it's moving up to 52%. Thoughts on that, Jen? 
Yeah. Just because everything again is, well, most everything, you know, we are opening back up on site, but most everything is coming through. And going back to my point about the sales, online sales is maintaining control of those appointments and wait lists and things like that. So the more that that happens, the more you'll see that overall contribution. And again, sales ready appointments are going to mean more overall contribution on the, on the health of your program. Yeah. We want quality in 2021. We've been pushing quality. that quality is a huge, huge word as we're seeing a quality shift over in the online quantity. sales world. That's right. All right, so we're going to talk about a couple of our key takeaways, but we want to hear from you too. So when you see these numbers, what are some things that go through your mind for the online sales program? What are some key takeaways? Share them with you. We might just put them up there on the screen for everybody. But Jen, as you think through this, what are some of your takeaways from these numbers that you're seeing up here on the, on, on the screen, these new benchmarks? Well, first of all, I just want to say to you guys, when you're looking at these, if you're going, man, I, my numbers don't look like that. <laughs> it doesn't mean mm. that you are failing or that your program is terrible or anything like that. The most important thing I want you to get from this is, like Mike was saying, here's what we're seeing with our control group. Like this is our mm. control group of people. And th these are the results. What you should take away from this is, you need to know what your numbers are so that you can benchmark for your specific program. Where, how are we doing in comparison to this? And how are we doing in comparison to ourselves year over year? And where, what do we need to focus on moving forward? Is it, I was talking to somebody earlier and it was appointment to sale. Okay, we're right. really going to work on this. And what do we as online sales specialists need to focus on in order to improve that specific number? There's always a story behind your numbers too. So make sure you're not just looking at the numbers, but you're looking at why, what the numbers mean and you know, kind of figuring that out and dissecting it and keep it consistent. Keep your numbers consistent like, like we do here um, at Do You Convert. Yeah, uh, Nick has a great question here. Nick's asking, what are your top 10% numbers? Like, what are you seeing there? That's interesting. We have to pull out that data what we know is that the consistency of contribution is high. So it's our, mm -hmm. our top percent are always in and above 50%, sometimes up to 60%. The other two numbers can fluctuate. Like we've seen some that have higher appointments with a little bit lower conversion from appointment to sale. Mm -hmm. We've seen other have lower appointments, but higher conversion to sale. The ultimate number though we look at is total contribution. So that's, I guess, a question I would ask to the audience, too, if you're willing to share. Um, are you at or above 50% contribution from the online sales program mm -hmm. to sales, meaning appointment set turned to sales? I'd love to hear it. Or if you guys want to share some of your numbers, I think that would be good. So um, yeah, that's a good point. That's like the that's like the heartbeat. That's like we were saying, that's really the health where you can say both online sales and on site are operating together in, in a good way. That number really tells you that. Yeah. I'm trying to adjust this here to where we can see this comment. From okay. Bob there you go. There we go. Look at that. What? <laughs> I mean, the struggle's real there. People are priced out of the market. You know, the, the millennials Robin. are, are a big swath moving through the market. I know it's a little bit of challenge. 
So Jen, when you talk about it being a little bit harder now for online sales, because we're having a lot of these conversations up front with people and we're dealing with disappointment, what do you suggest? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, listen, guys, you have to be certainly empathetic. But, Mm. you know, I said this at the beginning of the year, the three most important things that you can do this year are be consistent, authentic and transparent. Yeah. Be consistent with what you know, what what the information you're delivering and be transparent, which you're going to have to get from your team. So, you know exactly what to say and just be your authentic self. Mm. The biggest differentiator right now, it used to be speed. I mean, speed is still the biggest differentiator. But the second biggest differentiator between you and another program is the person in the seat. You. You're the biggest differentiator. So by you being friendly, focusing on customer service, it might be bad news that you're delivering. But if you do it with your authentic self, you will win every time. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. That's good. John, thanks for sharing. You're you're right at those numbers. I love that. Very good. 52.2. You got to you got to up us by 0.25%. I think that's good. (laughs) We love it. He's like, I'll show you. I'll show you. All right, here, let's see. We got some, oh, man, there's more coming in. This is great. Lacey says we're at 72%. Magical. Love it. 88%. Ashley, oh, my goodness. This is amazing. Nick says 51% year to date, but ran 63 and 71%. Yeah, and we're, and we're starting to see those numbers start to shift and adjust. Vanessa, here mm-hmm. we go. Guys, thank you so much for sharing. Everybody, this is awesome. And Chandler, here we go. Chandler knows. There we go. That's a number to work on. That's great. Guys, we appreciate you sharing that with, with the whole team. So this is great. We're going to shift to some Q&A here, some questions and answers. And I've got questions for Jen first. So if you've got something you want to lob up to myself or to Jen for us to answer about the online sales program, the online sales world, let us know. Put it in the comments there and we will take that for you. But Jen, what do you think is going to happen for the second quarter of 2021 with these numbers? Okay, so who knows? But what I think, <laughs> because I'm I'm hearing, I'm starting to hear some things. You know, we're slowing down a little bit. We've got more bandwidth. You know, some people, you know, it's normalizing a little bit. Maybe we're in a gap. Maybe we're waiting or whatever. Right. When that happens, we got to get back to our fundamental stuff. We have, like, listen, you know, I love you guys, but we have forgotten how to, pick up the phone and go after it. Like make an outbound call to somebody who's in your database. I know you probably weren't expecting my call. This is Jen from D convert, but I want to reach out and check on you, see how you're doing. Even if you don't, and this is, I'm going out on a limb here, but even if you're in a situation where you're like, Jen, why would I do that when I don't have anything to sell right now? Do it to merely practice because if we're not, if we're not, like massage or massaging, working out our muscles and skills, I know, um, then we're going to be in a world of trouble when we have to really get after it. And so right now it's a lot of list hygiene, going through, cleaning things up, calling people just to see, are you even still in the market? Do you want updates from me still? 
And if you do that, you're going to start getting back into it. Just like we, I got to practice and go to parties and get back into being socially, <laughs> you know, I got to get out of my socially awkward stage. We've someone, got to start. Someone invite Jen to a party so she can <laughs> get over this social awkwardness. But, but Jen, I think that's yeah. true. First of all, you very craftfully and artfully dodged the question of what do you think is going to happen in the second quarter? Here, here's what I think is going to happen with the numbers. Um, I think it's we're going to have a, another temporary kind of blip and maybe even hover around the same conversion rate from leads to appointments. And I think appointments to sale might decrease too. So as we have built up lists and waiting lists and people on priority lists and salespeople already have some of those sales ready and accounted for for their releases, you're not going to see much of the new stuff converting through. So there's going to be this weird little gap. We're going to call it gapping out in between this, but don't worry, it's only going to be a few months. Yeah. And then I think it is going to get back to normal. And Lacey asked that question is how do you think those numbers will adjust as things begin opening back up? Well, one, I think in, you're in Texas, it's already opened up and most places are opened up. What hasn't mm -hmm. opened up is availability and pricing being in line. So as the housing market gets more healthy and returns back to normal, I think we are going to just return back to somewhat of a normalcy in the online sales world with this caveat in there. You've got a lot of the leads already in your database that you're going to be working in the second and third quarter of this year. Yes. They're already there. You know, Kevin was talking about this earlier. Kevin Oakley was saying, I don't know if we necessarily pulled sales forward because we can't, but we have pulled leads forward from a marketing perspective. Yes. So um, you're going to have to get back to prospecting. It's going to be the 2021 version mm -hmm. of prospecting and that's okay. Business right. as what used to be usual. For those of you mm -hmm. new into the role, we'll teach you how to do it. Don't worry. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> through it. But you're going to have to get back yeah. to like Jen was saying, get back to that working out and going to the parties and not being socially awkward when you prospect. Um, so that's happening. The, the other thing too that was interesting takeaway from this is all of these, the lead volume and everything where it is and the numbers has happened even though advertising has dropped, which means the market's pushing so much of this, the mm -hmm. demand, the lack of supply, the lack of inventory, you're not going to be propped up by the market forever. So I'm saying that as someone who's been doing this for a while and a lot of other people around you have done it for a while, just know that it, it doesn't go like this forever. But yeah. we could handle it coming down just a little bit, just from a customer experience and a customer journey standpoint. So I, I'm not I'm not scared of yeah. that. I'm actually ready for it. I think most people are welcoming, you know, like a, a little bit of a breather. You know that that's a good time to get things cleaned up and just have some margin and be able to proactively think, right? And yeah practice going deeper with prospects, you know, if you have, you know, you have the time. So yeah, wow. Lacey, bring back that old razzle dazzle. Robin says it felt a little weird being off the horse, right? It, it is. It's, it's not normal mm -hmm. when we haven't done something that we're used to. And that's just our mental capacity. And we want to kind of keep everything's as they are. And we, we adjusted to the shift and there was a lot of change and then there was change again. And we adjusted to that. And now right. potentially we got to slowly start changing back. And then it may be a rapid change back to, oh my gosh, I don't have any appointments. All that stuff is okay. The good thing is be equipped, right? The, the thing you, mm -hmm. you need to remember is be ready. And it's not a fear thing like, oh my gosh, when this changes, it's just 
No, just be ready to do the things that are proven to get you mm-hmm. the results. And we That's had, right. we, I mean, we didn't have to make outbound calls because our phone was ringing off the hook. We couldn't hang up the phone before another call was coming in. So exactly. why do you have to do prospecting? You technically don't. Um, That's right. You haven't been able to physically do it. So all those things being in mind, I think we're going to see an interesting uh, next couple of quarters, uh, especially as, as things start kind of getting back to a little bit of normal out yes. there. So keep the questions coming. We love it. Uh, Stacy says, any tips for engaging older buyers in the current market? Ooh, Jen, I've got some thoughts on that. What about you? Um, older buyers, meaning I'm assuming an aged database. I no, think no. A, I think I think older, like as in uh, like as in fifty five, fifty five and and better. Yes, that's right. Fifty five okay. <laughs> plus minutes on the phone. That's what we like to say. Okay. Um, well, in my opinion on this, I think it is starting with an email, but then picking up the phone. And this is the best time to practice your your phone skills is mm-hmm. picking up the phone and calling. Uh, I know I can speak for my parents who are 75 and they would much rather get on the phone and talk with somebody and they would appreciate somebody reaching out and connecting with them. Yeah. Just make sure you watch, keep, try to keep that phone call to control the phone conversation because it could go a little bit longer. Make sure that is the running gag (laughs) when we talk about 55 plus. I'm not saying it. 55 plus stands for 55 plus minutes. Minutes. On the phone. And and the reason is this one, it's an important purchase for them. It's is a longer buying process in most of the situations. Um, And so they look at this opportunity. Many of them aren't in the same town or if they're relocating or moving. Right. They're treating the online sales as actual sales. So all that in mind, here's what we know about an older demographic. Everything else applies and they're all online. So it doesn't, the the days mm-hmm. of, well, they don't get on email or they don't do social yeah. or they don't like video emails. None of that matters anymore. Uh, they're an engaged and, and active Savvy. demographic. Just know that the process takes a little bit longer. longer right? So, yeah. All right, Casey, I'm hopefully I'm saying that right. I think I am. What do you say to prospects waiting for a mar- market crash and discounted homes? That's a great thing. So first of all, couple of things when you hear that as an online sales specialist on the front end, your job is not to motivate motivate the unmotivated people, right? So anybody's coming for you, and the same goes for deals, discount incentives, and everything else. Like you're not trying to necessarily overcome that or change that person's mindset. Here's my response when people say that, man, we're just waiting for the market to crash or discounted homes. I would just say, yeah, me too. That's it. Just let it hang there and say, where we're at right now, um, we just see the the pricing being very strong and a lot of healthy things supporting this market. It is a tough time to buy, but if if you're in a position to move forward, we can work with you to make that as easy, as streamlined as possible, especially compared to looking at resale homes where you're trying to make multiple Mm -hmm. offers, et cetera, et cetera. And so you just pivot that. I always mm-hmm. love using disruptive statements. We're waiting for the market to crash yeah. with discounted homes. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah, They're disagree like, oh, with yeah. them. <laughs> I wish it was the way it was too. Like we're yeah. not doing this on purpose. 
we're doing this because lumber's gone up 397%. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the price of toothpicks lately? Lumber joke. Yeah. Uh, ha ha. But um, lumber joke. Um, yeah. So Chandler <laughs> says, see you in 2030. Oh, that's good. One. We don't have to. We uh, <laughs> Chandler with the zing. I love it. So yeah, that's a that's interesting. And the other thing, just to kind of add on to that, you know, I had someone ask this question like, how do we overcome the objection of I've been priced out of the market? And, you know, you've been working a lead for three, four months and you release something and that price is forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. First of all, it's your job to determine have they truly been priced out of the market, or is that just their mental hurdle that they're trying to get over, or a true financing mm -hmm. hurdle? If they can't afford it and can't get finance for it. That's not an objection anymore. It's a condition. Conditions have to be removed, right? So I know yeah. it's painful. It's like, well, crap, that person was interested and wanted to move forward, but you can't change the fact that prices have mm -hmm. gone up so much. So yeah, we got a lot of that going on. Here's Josh, we switched 100% spec homes and taking multiple offers. A lot of people don't wanna be involved in that process. It's tough times. Absolutely, we know a lot of builders who have done that. Yeah. And um, here's the thing, as it relates to online sales, you better get your dialogues sharp. Right, Jen? Yeah. Yes. Because how many times have we heard on recordings and things like that when a customer goes, well, how does this process work? And they're like, uh, yeah. uh, basically kind of sort of ish, this will maybe I'll get back to you. So mm -hmm. no matter what changes are happening, you got your get your dialogues in shape. So Jen, tips for getting dialogues Ironed yeah. out. It is not your market. responsibility to come up with this on your own, you know, and, you know, don't feel like you've got to come up with this. When you start getting those questions and you're hearing a trend or a pattern, immediately go to your sales leadership and say, here's what I'm hearing. I need to know what to say, because the last thing that you want to do, and this has happened, is come up, come up with what you think is the right thing to say. And then that will bite you in the butt later because they'll be like, Jen told me that blah, right. blah, blah. And it wasn't the case. So never make anything up. Never guess. Get the dialogues. Write, them, write it out. Have it on your desk. And everybody on your team, if you are in a team, needs to be saying the exact same thing. Because we also know that Leads are signing up multiple times. They're talking to multiple people, whoever. They'll try to go find somebody to give them a different answer. So everybody's got to be saying the same thing. Yeah, Ashley makes a good point to make sure marketing updates um, the website. So messaging is consistent. Yes. Consistency, transparency, and it's going to take a little bit of extra effort and work. If we don't have those things, it just creates chaos. Customers hate chaos, especially in this market, and it doesn't mm -hmm. reflect well on our brand. And so how we start to brand and what that is, like it starts to, that gets diminished and it gets tainted and tarnished a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so that's our shift in gears, temporarily speaking, where online sales is doing something different. You're building up a different set of muscle groups and that's okay, but it's a crucial piece of the puzzle. The good news is, if the market's like this, we need online sales. If the market hits a wall, we need online sales. We if the market goes sales. in the <laughs> crapper, we really we need, need online, online sales. sales. So yeah. for everybody out there on the front lines, we are just so proud of you. A couple things we want to tell you for those who stayed on to the very, very end. It's, we know dedicated livers 
the infographic, the beautiful shiny infographic will be going up on our website when this is over. So you can go check it out, forward it to your leadership, share it with them so they can see those benchmarks. Thank you all for tuning in to Do You Convert Hey, Live. thanks for joining us on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, we appreciate you and we will see you all soon.